You are a creative and you have a voice. So let's amplify that power and make a difference. Hi, my name is Jessie and I am an advocate of creating with intent. I help you realize the dreams you've pushed and place in your back pocket. I'm a small town girl navigating her life in the big city, an artist who started her career with a palette from the dollar store and now helping creatives amplify the voice of their art through brand strategy and public speaking. I love me a good story. Personal growth, faith, creativity, and entrepreneurship are the topics that we discuss here, recorded with intimate conversations from the best in the creative community. Think of this as your brunch date with your girlfriends mixed with art and business. So come as you are, drink up your tea or coffee, grab your notes, and let's get you started in this journey. This is Thought Bubble with Jay, the podcast. What's up, you guys, and welcome to Thought Bubble with Jay. Jesse here, and I am back for a brand new episode. So we are one week, at least more than a week, into January, into 2022. Although it feels like it's 2022, like T-O-O, because it feels like it's deja vu of what happened two years ago. And I say that because, as you know, Omicron is in rampant and a lot of people are getting sick. At least most of my friends are friends and relatives. They are all positive. News feed, it's either a photo or a story of medicines, food being delivered, people just staying in and like pictures or videos of their PCR test or their antigen test showing as positive. And a lot of my friends are saying that it looks like a pregnancy test, but it's so, it doesn't feel like it's a brand new year because it's it's sort of a repeat of what happened two years ago. But I am hopefully not blindly optimistic that we will soon reach an endemic. There have been a lot of studies that Omicron will end the pandemic. And I sure hope so, fingers crossed. But I guess the best way that we can do right now would be to stay safe, to be responsible beings. If you know that you have been exposed, then go ahead and isolate yourself do the necessary test, take up your medicine, observe. Those who have symptoms like, you know, COVID, it's our responsibility to stay and isolate ourselves and make sure that we are protected and we are protecting the people that we love by staying in. Pray for healing. And I pray that people will, I really thought they were going to be out of the woods, but I'll continue to pray fervently that People will be healed and will be soon out of will be out of the woods soon enough because wow boy it's been two years and I really thought at the latter part of the year that you know by 2022 we will experience some a little bit of normalcy but I guess everyone spoke too soon because here we are back at it again but again like what I said I'm hopefully not blindly optimistic that. We will soon reach an endemic as long as we're still fighting and we are finding strength in each other, continuing to unite together by being kind and giving out that helping hand in whatever capacity that we have, then I think we will get through this. The vibe as of late, the past couple of days, has been filled with anxiety and unrest and people are exhausted. And I saw a post about how to be untired. And I think people are asking that question more often than not because, I mean, who can blame those people who have been going through this, who have had COVID several times in the past two years? And it it can be very exhausting. I was in a conference call earlier and people were... We're asking this question of what you are grateful for. 
in 2021 and what are you looking forward to? A lot of people mention being alive and I guess it's really something that we all should be grateful for because a lot of people have lost someone and people have passed and to be able to be here still fighting this war still traversing through this life on a day-to-day basis, continuously fighting and being resilient. I guess this is something that we should all be grateful for. There have been a lot of inspiring stories from that conference call, but one thing that everyone is really looking forward to is for us to have a sense of normalcy this year. And we, it's not impossible. We can get through this. It's just a matter of us really being responsible and taking the time to protect ourselves, protect the people that we love, and others by doing what's right and following directives of the World Health Organization, making sure that we are not so quote unquote spreaders of this disease, of this virus. So in the spirit of the new year, decided to write it down. I was supposed to write some resolutions. In the previous episode, I talked about the three questions that we should be asking ourselves as we usher into the new year. So if you remember, first one is what would be, what is the one thing that you're most proud of? Next is what were the mistakes that you did? Or what is the one mistake that you did? And what was the lesson that you gained from it? And then the la- the third question was, what is this, what is the one thing that you are willing to let go of in 2021? So for this episode, I'd like to take you through some of the lessons that I have learned and sort of struggled with in the past year that hopefully I will focus on and improve myself so that I can be in a better position in a better with a better mindset and therefore I could also grow so that I can also empower others to do the same. So here are some of the lessons that I have learned over the past year and in the hope that this will also inspire you to Take a step back and write those lessons as well. Write it to yourself, address it to yourself, and look back at what were the things that you struggled with that hopefully you would want to improve this year. The first one would be don't be so caught up with what ifs, but learn to appreciate what is. I think it coincides with let go of the past, but live in the present. I've had several of this in the past year and it's something that I struggle with because there have been some instances that I asked myself, what if I did this? What if I said that? What if I made this decision? What could have happened? But those opportunities have been missed and those decisions have been made. And there's no point in me saying, like dwelling on it and rehashing the situation, the circumstance over and over again, only to be stuck at the question, what if? What I can do right now is to appreciate what the things that I can control of and look forward to the things that I should be doing and what I have in the present. And with that mindset, if I let that sink in just a little bit more, I get to move forward. I get to shift my mindset and take away that space in my head of being stuck in the what ifs, because that is such a... That is not a place that we would want to be in, that we want to be stuck in, because it can be very limiting, and it will cause this limiting beliefs that I should have done this, I should have went there, I should have made that decision, I should have said this. Time, if it has passed, is something that we can no, we can never take back. So be accepting of the fact that 
you have to move forward and you don't need to rehash everything that has happened in the past. The next one is be open to life's plan and accept the fact that things don't always go according to your plan. Now, this is something that I had to learn the hard way last year. For most of you know, I had to come back home to the Philippines after being away for quite a while and working and living in Singapore. It was a difficult decision. It was a difficult decision to go back and something that I didn't really plan. So it was my plot twist of 2021. But then again, I am grateful that I did not resist it. I'm grateful that I allowed God to redirect my path because in doing so, I was able to see the endless possibilities and opportunities that are coming my way right now. Had I resist and become resentful of the things and the opportunities that were taken away from me, I would probably stop dwelling in the what ifs. At the same time, I'd be, I would be stopped feeling like I was rejected, that I wasn't favored and I was deprived of the opportunity that was meant for me. When I became accepting of what was really planned for me rather than focusing on what I initially planned, I became more aware of the possibilities around me, doors that are bound to open just for me because I allowed life to happen because I allowed life to happen and I did not restrict myself into what I thought was possible for me. The third one is apologize not for who you are, but for the mistakes that you did. People will judge you. People will have different opinions of you and you will not be everyone's cup of tea and that is okay. I've had several experience of this when I started venturing into arts, into podcasting and started to really allow myself to pursue my passion. There were a lot of opinions from other people. People were surprised to know that, huh, I didn't know that Jesse could speak that way, or I didn't know that Jesse is indoors. And so people thought that I was trying to reinvent myself just to please an audience. And those, their opinion is something that I cannot control. People will have something to say about you over and over. And if you let those tones hit you and pierce you, you will be defeated and you will feel self-pity. You will feel like you're a victim. Instead of apologizing for who you are and for who you are becoming, celebrate. Celebrate because it's not you reinventing yourself. It's you evolving. And when, when there is change within you, people may not be always on board with what they're seeing, with, with, with the changes that they're seeing in you. And that's okay, because the people who will stay with you and celebrate with you, those are the people who will matter. On the flip side, apologize for the mistakes that you did, for the people that you wronged, for anything that have caused other people pain, inconvenience. You know what I'm talking about. So when we do apologize, it's I'm sorry for, not I'm sorry if. Those two are very different statements. And has very different intention as to why it's being expressed. I'm sorry for means that you are acknowledging the mistake that you did. Well, I'm sorry if means that you are not sincerely sorry 
about what you did or you're not really sure about what you did wrong. So apologize for the mistakes and make sure you know how to address it or address them, but do not and never apologize for who you are. Next is to be honest with yourself because that will create freedom. It is so liberating. And at the same time, it will ease the burden in your heart. This is something that I struggled with last year. I'm the type of person who veers away from conflict. And I know a lot of people are like that, that you would rather, that you live in this bubble of you want everything to be okay. You want everything to be just okay, smooth, flowing, seamless. But life doesn't work that way. Life has bumps. It has peaks and valleys. And that's just the way of life. That's just the reality. But in my case, I have this mindset that, you know, if we can veer away from conflict, I would do that. But that's not right. And it's something that I need to work on this year. And that is to be honest with myself. Be honest with how a situation made me feel, how a person made me feel. Be honest about how I really feel. And if that will cause a conversation, an intelligent, an intelligent conversation or a disagreement or a dif- or differences in opinion, that is okay. Because would you rather just keep your peace if that is what you call peace or P-I-E-C-E, your peace? Would you rather keep your peace just to avoid conflict or just to appease someone? Then that boils down to people pleasing. And that's really something that I struggle, that I've been struggling with, that I need to improve on is to really allow myself to be more honest about how I feel and how a circumstance or a person made me feel. So if you're with me, that is really something that I need to improve on this year. Okay, the next one is to love every part of yourself, the good and the ugly. Onset of the pandemic, a lot of people have been isolated. And it's so new, it's so foreign for a lot of people to be isolated by themselves. And sometimes we will realize that we are not comfortable with being alone. Because, you know, if we're so used to having someone with us all the time, 24 by 7, then being alone, isolated in this pandemic can be quite scary. And it's totally new. It's a totally new experience. But one thing I realized is that you are worth knowing. You have to love every part of yourself. You have to be comfortable in knowing yourself. Date yourself. Get to know yourself. Because there is magic hidden inside of you that's waiting to be found. And you will only find that if you will take the time to be comfortable by being with yourself. Focus on you and fall in love with you because you are worth knowing. The other lesson is to find gratitude in it all. The pain, the gain, and everything in between. It can be very difficult at times to shift our perspective as to what are the things that we should be grateful for. And most often than not, when things are not going well or according to plan, we look at what's lacking. We look at the problem and the current situation that we become oblivious of the fact that there's so much that we should be grateful for. Last year was a roller coaster of emotion. And looking back, I can't imagine how I manage to get through all of those things. And it's only by the grace of God that I was able to get through everything. And to be here talking about those experiences that I've had last year. But one thing that has really changed my perspective about everything that has happened 
the fact that I learned to look at those things and to be grateful, even though that was difficult, even though that was painful, even though I had to go through grief. When I shift my perspective in looking at the things that I should be grateful for rather than what didn't what didn't go according to my plan, there's something that made it more, the, the transition became easier. Accepting the change become became seamless for me and I I wouldn't I wouldn't say that it was a walk in the park but that was one learning from last year that I want to take on and improve on this year is to continue to be grateful for everything whether it's a painful experience whether it's a traumatic experience whether I I suffered or I really had a difficult time because I did learn from I did learn something from that experience and it made me a better person. It made me wiser. It made me stronger. So be grateful for everything. Find gratitude in it all. Last one is to overcome your fear with knowledge, to take more risk. This is something that I wish I did last year. I had a lot of fears and I think there was a a level of courage uh, based on what I have experienced last year, but For a lot of us, we are still living in that fear bubble that we're so scared to try on new things, to take the risk. And that that is because either we don't know a lot about, we don't know a lot about that thing that we fear. So one lesson that I've learned last year and what I would like to take on to 2022 is that fear is present because we are not knowledgeable enough about the subject that we are scared of. So once we start to educate ourselves, once we realize and make discoveries and try to understand what it is that thing that we are scared of, once we become equipped, then it's not as scary anymore. And we are more open to take on that opportunity, to take on that circumstance, to take more risk because we have some level of understanding about that fear, our discoveries and realizations about that thing that you're scared of, then it's not going to be as scary anymore. So those are some of the lessons that I have listed down in my journal, things and lessons that I struggled with that I would like to improve on this year. And hopefully those will inspire you to think as well and reflect on what are those things that you would like to improve on that you had some difficulty or struggled with last year. So those, so those are some of the lessons that I have learned and discovered from 2021 that I would like to improve on and take them with me this 2022. I know we are living in a very difficult time. I think I've said this in season one and season two, that it's still an unprecedented time. But I want to believe that we are stronger now, that we are wiser, and we are more than equipped to fight this war that we are all in. And like what I said about fearing something, once we equip ourselves with knowledge, then it's not going to be as scary as what we perceived it to be. And I would like you to I would like to remind you that you have a fire inside you and you are capable of a lot of things. So don't let the situation block you from achieving what it is that you want in life because you have that magic inside you, not just fire, but you have that magic 
hidden probably inside you that's waiting to be found. So speak that truth and own that magic and live your purpose because the world needs it. And I believe, I want to believe that we are still here because we are needed. And there is still a lot that we can do. And there are boundless and endless opportunities that's waiting for us. So live in alignment with your heart and soul and never lose hope. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you're safe. If you are sick, please get well soon. And I pray that all of us will get through this. If you are fit and well, thank God, but please continue to be safe and be responsible in protecting yourself and protecting others. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch up with you again next time. Bye. Hey you, pat on your shoulder for finishing this episode. And thank you for giving me the space to burst my own thought bubbles. If you're feeling generous, hop onto Apple Podcasts and drop us a review, or you can share the link of this episode. That would be amazing. Until then, thanks for listening.